I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. What's up, everybody? My name is Mike Russo, your host. How you doing tonight? With me is the lovely and talented Angela Prague. Hey. Welcome to a special edition bonus out of season, out of nowhere, out of the blue, Frightcast. Hell yeah, it's been too long. Well, uh, checking the stats, there's a bit of a increase increase in listenership during the months of September, October, November. I don't know why. Because I'm on it, duh. Oh, shit, is that what duh. it is? Uh, You're the secret to the uh, to the podcast listenership increase. I'm the secret to success. Oh shit, Michael J. Fox and his bitch. What Parkinson's ain't got shit on me? <laughs> <laughs> that was really mean. I'm sorry, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> All right, um, so we're gonna do a little fright cast episode tonight. Not strictly horror, but mostly. Mostly horror. Um, mostly. Out of the uh, 100 movies we watched, I have to say like 99 of them are horror. Yeah. Maybe 98. That, that 1 or 2% that isn't. Yeah, it, this is about a, 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 a 99% horror rate on this episode. But that's all right. Spread our wings a little bit. Spread your wings and fly away, but not too far away because horror is the <laughs> best. <laughs> Bad. Yeah. Uh, Bad. <laughs> I liked it. I liked uh, it. shit. I think you should spread your wings and uh, get into some singing. <laughs> Never. Spread your wings into the I recording. Actually, you know, maybe American Idol's calling my name. I don't know. I think they have a 29-year-old <laughs> limit, though, actually. I think they do. Oh, my God. He totally just told the world that I turned 30 a month ago. I what? didn't say anything about nothing about ages. I just said that American Idol something. Talking something. about fright. Fright. Lots of fright. Stage fright? Fright in general. Fucking scary as shit turning 30. Whatever over it yeah it's you know now you don't gotta worry about your age anymore once you get that big 30 out of the way it doesn't matter yeah and then and then i'm 50 in 20 years so <laughs> you know people are uh 50 is like nothing as you get old you realize like 50 used to be old 40 used to be old i see bitches that are 74 years old like doing gymnastics these days so i'm, I'm hopeful yeah now it's like you know old is like 70 like for me, that's old. Like I look I at my father, my mother. They're like sixty-four, and they're not that old. They're not old. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you. Yeah, it's still scary. Fucking really scary. I just turned thirty. What? You know, twenty years ago, forty was like, oh my god, forty. That's, yeah, yeah. That's nah, like nothing. Like I honestly, when I was a kid, I like growing up, I never thought I'd live to see the day I got my braces off. And then I was like, oh, my God, I never thought I'd live till I was 18. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, my God, I never thought I'd live till I was 30. And here I am. Fuck. Yeah, because it's fuck? like <laughs> when you're a kid, you want to like time moves slow. You just want to be 18. You just want to be 21. Right. Then you're 21 and in a blink of an eye, you're 30. Fucking 30. So 30. It's like, oh, I can't wait till I'm 10. Can't wait till I'm 18. Can't wait till I'm 21. Holy shit, I'm 40. This fucking scam. I picked it again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you're not bleeding, though. Oh, I am, though. There's a little dye that's not bleeding. I have a scab on my forehead, and it's like it gets itchy, and I just scratch it, and I pull it right off. It's going to spot. It spots. It's a spotty scam. It won't drip, though. It'll just spot. 
Whatever. I want to say what's up to uh, my man Shane Gray, who made a suggestion. I was listening to his show today. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, you guys should do a Fright Cast once a month. I love that show. I and agree, because I like the Fright Cast, too. And it just so happened that we were going to do a show tonight, so why not make it a Fright Cast? Big shout-out to Shane Gray, the podcast in the woods. Perfecto. What's Shane up? Gray Live. How you doing? I want to say what's up to uh, Pot of the Damned, Edgar Quar and uh, Josh. Uh, Mike was in a, a room across the way from me today, and uh, he was listening to a podcast. I was in the room folding laundry, and I hear this voice, and I'm like, are you listening to Pot of the Damned? I knew it was Edgar's voice. <laughs> yeah, he said something about two ninety nine. I don't know. Ah, oh, fucker. But uh, the, the, the episode I was listening to them was an episode that I listened to when it first came out, but I stopped listening to it because they were talking about a movie that I was watching called Deep deep red mm-hmm. uh and I, I stopped listening to the episode because it took me about three tries to watch that movie because i kept <laughs> yeah. falling asleep. i will watch it at night i sent all right let's just get into this then and you just left the mic <laughs> you left me hanging all right so we're just gonna get into it then since that's unless you want to say what's up to anybody before we get started um i actually want to say what's up to a couple people during talking about things so we'll get to that but really quick, I just want to ask you, I heard you listening to the Pot of the Damn podcast, and I know that their next episode was the new Martyrs movie. Is that an out podcast yet? Is it out yet? Yeah, the one I was listening to was like three back. Oh, okay, because I have been so seriously slacking on my podcasts. Yeah, because... Um, I want to listen to that one, though. Because I had a... It took me that long to watch this movie that right. I, I had to go back three episodes and finish that oh, episode. okay. So did you listen to the Martyrs episode? I heard the Martyrs one. Did they like it or no? Well, here's the deal. Two of them seen the original, and one of them didn't. Josh is the one that didn't. I heard that. So uh, nobody liked the movie. Oh, oh, you know what? Edgar wasn't even on the episode. Matt from Red House Productions was on an episode. Who uh, they're under the, that umbrella now? Okay. And nobody liked that movie. Oh, because I really quick, I thought you were gonna say, "Uh, wait, Edgar was the only one who liked it," and I was gonna be like, "Fuck him and his two ninety nine. Nah, he would be. The, <laughs> he's the guy who knows. Like, he knows all the Japanese horror yeah, shit. Okay. He knew the American guinea pig shit. Which mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about tonight. Bouquet and of guts and gore. Bouquet of guts and gore and uh, bouquet of guts and boar. Bouquet of guts and f- fuck that movie. Well, we'll talk about that later. Ah. But uh, so no one liked that Martyrs, which is on the, s- which you know, I mean, how do you remake that fucking movie? You don't. You simply don't. Now let me tell you that when you first showed me the trailer, I'm like, ah, eh, it doesn't look that bad. And then I saw the trailer again and again and again, and I'm like, oh god, no, no. Yeah, well, if you it was just that movie was so much. It's one of my favorite movies it's, of all time. It's insane. It's intense. It's great. It's it's crazy. It's brutal. It is. It's so brutal. And then when I saw an interview with the directors, it was two of them. They were talking about how they toned it down. I was like, why would you do that? If and gonna, imagine how we thought it was brutal and they toned it down. Imagine how much better it would have been. If anything, rough. Oh, uh, if anything, <laughs> go over the top with it. Right. Try to outdo it. I thought it was over the top in general. But imagine if they didn't tone it down. It would have been crazy. Like super duper crazy. Well, no, I mean the uh the uh, uh the remake guys. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the original. No, the remake there was two guys that did the remake. I don't even want to see the remake, so fuck that. No, there's no reason to watch them. Even yeah. even the guy Matt they had on this show who never seen the original 
was like, what a piece of shit. Oh, good. I'm so glad. And he had no frame of now, reference. Did, I know. I heard Josh say that he was going to watch the new one and then rewatch the original. And then watch the original. Did he say that he watched the original or no? Uh, You know what? I don't think he uh, talked about that yet. Because they oh, did. Okay. I think it was they did Deep Red, Martyrs, Spring. And I don't think they have one after that yet. I need to watch Spring. You oh, watch. oh, put that yeah, on, I was gonna <laughs> put say, that on the list. Let me write that down. All right, so you're going to get into Deep Red real quick. All right, so the Shudder app, uh, if you guys don't know, there's a thing called Shudder. We have it on our Apple TV. It's a horror movie streaming service, I guess it's, it would be called. Yeah, and when you download it, you get a certain amount of time free, and we still have like maybe a month now. It's been over a month, I feel like. And it's still free, so. It was supposed to be 14 days. It's still free. still free. I maybe it charged your card, though. You better check that. I didn't put my card in. Oh, okay. But it's linked to your Apple account. Oh, yeah, you know what? I have it set up so they always have to X my password. Oh, okay, good. Just in case Perfecto. the kids get on there and stop buying shit. Good, so we're still getting free Shutter. Yeah. It's I watched the movie on there today. $50 a year, I think, when it is time to get it. Still worth it, I think. I They have so many movies on there. They have to update it, though. They, they have not had, it needs to be a, plet- a better platform, I think. Better f- layout. User format. interface? Yeah. Well, they added a couple movies here and there. It is worth it, but like right now, I would get it. Mm-hmm. Because right now I'm in movie watching mode. Yeah. But a couple of weeks from now, maybe a month or whatever, it may not be. I was going to say, because at first you were like, yeah, we're going to get it. And then like a couple of weeks later, we're like, nah, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still free. So, you know, let's so enjoy that. On this app, this horror movie app, they have a bunch of shit like you, you can't find on Netflix. Like they had City of the Living Dead. They have The Beyond. Demons. They have um, that Lars von Trier movie that I can't remember the name of it. Uh, uh, Anarchy. Anarchy. Antichrist. Antichrist. They was actually watched that. It was pretty good. They had Demons 2 they just added. Mm-hmm. Fucking old school movies like Black Sunday, Black Sabbath. Yeah. Um, not Black Sunday. But then you go to collections and they have all these categories like slasher, monster movies, and you can click on that. And yeah. it's like they're individualized by, um, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for? Description. Description. Kinda? Yeah. Like uh, Zombie whatever. flesh eaters, cannibals. Yeah. Right. So that's pretty cool. So I saw a couple of Argentos on there. Now, I have never seen any Argentos. I thought Demons was an Argento flick all my life until I just watched it with you on Blu-ray when it was a, we found that it was a Bava. Mm-hmm. Is it Mario? Mario. Or the other guy? I'm pretty sure it's Mario. Who did Bay of Blood again? Lorenzo? Mario. All right, so this is his uh, son. Shit. There's so many fucking Bavas. Mario Bava now. is the old one who did Black Sunday and Bay of Blood. You know what? This is irritating. I'm going to click IMDb. Is it Black Sunday? Black, Black Sunday. Black Sabbath. Black, Black Sunday. Sunday. All right. So Black Sunday we're going to do first. I think it's Lorenzo did the, the demons. Lorenzo. Yeah, right? you're right. Okay. So Black Sunday is um, Mario. 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 Uh, what was the other one? Demons. Demons. Demons Lamberto. is... Lamberto. Lamberto. Um, Lamberto Bava. Okay. Dire- what was the other one? Uh, Black Sabbath. Black Sunday I did. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath? Is that for real? Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Boris Karloff, I think, is in it. Yeah. That is a Mario. All right. So and lo- Bay of Blood. All right. Lamberto Bava did Demons. Mario uh, had to have done Bay of Blood. He did. 
Okay. And then uh, Argento produced it. Whatever. Long story short, I thought Argento did Demons. I'd never seen an Argento flick. Uh, okay. Oh, we watched Suspiria. Suspiria. <laughs> but anyway, that movie sucks. I know everyone Gotta loves shoot. it. Fuck that movie. <laughs> um, so yeah. I, mm-hmm. I saw Deep Red on okay. Shutter. I was like, I want to watch Deep Red. That's an Argento? Yeah. Okay. I want to watch Deep Red. So it, I started watching it like 9 o'clock at night or whatever it is. Fell asleep. Next night, put it back on. Fell asleep. So I don't know. I was like a Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning. I woke up before everybody, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm watching this movie." And I finally put it on, and I finally finished it. And it's a giallo. Big shout out to my man Mike Scandato. Check out the Necromaniacs podcast for informing us what that is. And this is one of those movies. It's like a thriller, mystery movie, but the violence is upped. It's a yellow movie. Period. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah, Italian. Yeah, that's yeah. what giallo means. Yeah. Did you Italian. hear that? You didn't hear that episode, did you? With him? No. We did like a quick 20-minute episode. Uh-huh. And he, he uh, got into what what a giallo is. And because of the case and whatever. The color the, of the sleeve. The, or the book. The, the cover of yeah, the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't we talk about that on the Frycast when we did... Uh, fuck. I don't know. And uh, yeah, so fucking... You know what? Uh, it bored me. I was okay. pretty bored with it. <laughs> I think that I it must have been for me too because I watched it and I have zero recollection of it. Um, I, I staring at it because why do you pen, have your pen up there? It's, it's a good pen holder. <laughs> I like it. I have my pen above my glasses. And um, <laughs> I'll take it down. It's so distracting <laughs> for you. Okay. All so right. So it's like a murder mystery. There, there's some decent violence in there. Some dude gets head squashed by a fucking truck and he gets dragged down the street by a garbage truck. Uh, some, you know, it was all right. I was just, it was a little boring, mm. but I liked the camera angles. He went really up close on some shit. I liked the music. So, you know, I probably give it like a seven out of a 10. I would say that's typical Argento. The yeah, camera so angles, the close ups, the music. Is it a goblin? Uh, yeah, I think so. The soundtrack? Yeah. They, they're always good. Like they did Suspiria. They did Tenembre. Tenebrae, however you fucking say that damn movie. All right, speaking of that, you watched Tenebrae. I did, and I loved it. I it was like typical Argento movie, like you know in Suspiria when things are like long and drawn out unnecessarily. Yeah. There's this one scene in in this movie where uh, there there's these two girls in the house, and you know that the killer is gonna come and get them, and uh, like the camera angle is outside the house. And, like, it starts at the window, and then it slowly goes up to the second floor. But the whole time, it's, like, zoomed in on the wood. Like, and it's, like, so long and fucking drawn out. But the music makes it, like, yeah. worth it, you yeah. know? And it, it's also a goblin. So that's cool. Um, He's very... His, his shit's very autistic. Yes. And it was, like, seriously a good five minutes of fucking traveling up wood paneling to the next window <laughs> and then it would go in the room and then it came out and then went over and it was just like it was completely unnecessary but fitting for him you know um i loved this movie there were so many so many good scenes like and going into this movie like argento movies are really not i guess my thing like suspiria not a fan artistically yes it's brilliant which we've talked about but i didn't like it and deep red i watched but don't remember really um but this one this one broke the mold for me with argento because it was it was gory in the perfect times and the music and everything was good like there were like the 
the one scene that you told me you saw with the chopped arm off at the end, gory as fuck. And it started a whole sequence of gory stuff. Like the guy, um, Peter Neal, I believe his name was. He's the author of the book, which this person's getting. The, like there were, there was more than one killer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one killer, and then the guy took over at the end, whatever. But um, the cut the arm off sequence started this. The cut the arm off scene started this whole sequence of like gory, bloody shit, and it was just awesome. Um, there was also a scene earlier with the two girls in the house before they went to the five minutes of wood paneling, yeah. <laughs> uh, where she was changing her shirt and the killer like cut a hole in it so you could see her face and then he cut her and it just squirted blood on her face and it was just, it's just, it's so great. I loved it. I seen the part with the arm and the white wall <clears throat> and the blood spraying. Oh, I was like, oh, I even rewound that to watch it twice. It was so good. It was so unexpected. Like she's sitting there with the gun at the table waiting for, uh. And to come to confess her whatever, and uh, I think that she'd been having an affair with his agent, but his fiance. She was Peter Neal's fiance, but she was having an affair with the agent, I believe. Um, so she's sitting there at the table with a gun in her hand, and all of a sudden, just right through the glass window, cuts her arm off, and she like turns and sprays yeah. the wall, and it was like, oh, <laughs> that was my reaction. It was just great. This is definitely my favorite Argento movie thus far. I got to watch it. Then I want to watch Inferno and Opera and be done with it. Those are actually both on Shudder. I don't think Inferno is. I'm pretty sure I saw it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. In a, ca- in, a, in, a, in a collection, I think. Okay. Not on like the main page. I would totally give this an 8 out of 10 because I absolutely loved it. Nice. It's a good score. Totally good. Totally good. I definitely recommend it. All right, so yeah, so kicked it off, a couple of Argento flicks, pretty cool. And what I love about Argento also, or just the Italian horror genre in general, is that they always use the same actors. You know, you notice them from everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I noticed that, that too. Mm-hmm, so good. There was um, one of the young actors in this movie, he was like Peter Neal's kind of like assistant when he was in Rome, I think, and drove him around, whatever. He was in House on the Edge of the Park. And I knew I recognized him. And then in House on the Edge of the Park, he's like more grown up and stuff. Yeah. So it's pre- And the girl in that, she was also in, what did I say she was in? Gates of Hell, maybe? The Regurgitated uh, Guts Girl? No, no, it did not end up being her. I don't remember. But they're all in the same, and I love that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's always the same Italian actors popping up in all the Italian horror. It's like a little fraternity or something. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I don't mind it, too. I like that, too. Mm-hmm. You, All right. You have the uh, list over there, so we don't know what you want to do. All right, do so I just went, so you go. You watched um, Krampus. Oh, I watched Krampus, the um, Adam Scott. Is that the guy from Parks and Rec, Adam Scott? Yep. Adam Scott, uh, Keckner, uh, fucking. I liked him. That's why when you started watching it, I kind of got sucked in because of him. Yeah. And then I left. <laughs> it was like a, uh, it's like a comedy horror about uh, Krampus is like uh, the bad Santa Claus. Okay. Lose faith in Christmas as Santa. It's he comes and fucking fucks you up. Mm-hmm. Fucks up your family or whoever. Uh, not very good. Not a good movie. Uh, I don't understand why they just can't make a fucking serious horror movie about this subject. I like the mythology of it. Why does everything it. always have to be funny? Yeah. I mean, comical. I, and if it's not comical and they do do a serious one, it's like a B, B, C, like D, D movie that yeah. really sucks. Mm. But I like the mythology of it. I like the the creature, like the the idea that there's this 
I think it's like a German thing. I've always seen pictures of it, and I always, it always intrigued me. Like, what is that thing? Right. And now it just... It looks really cool in yeah. all like, the pictures, absolutely. With the fucking tongue and everything. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it, it caught on the last couple of years, so there's like three Krampus movies. Right. This is one of them. No good. There's not one scene I can tell you that I liked Okay. out of the whole thing. I don't like the comedy shit. I understand it's a comedy horror what was comical about it? Because when I saw it, it wasn't really comical. Like the, I saw the beginning. The 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 family, like the 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 fighting, the white and trash stuff. family, yeah, and okay. you know something happens. It's like oh fuck, <laughs> in a comical way. I hate that timing. guy, by the way. Keckner. Is that Wh- whammy? Yeah, fucking whammy. He annoys me. Like it wasn't. It wasn't good. Nah. It, it was just so goofy and silly, and uh, I don't know. From the guy who made Trick or Treat, I like Trick or Treat. I like Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat have a, had a feel to it. Right. It felt, had a Halloween-y feel to it. I could watch that any time of the year and feel like it's Halloween. Absolutely. The Krampus creature, the f- it looked like a mask. It looked, uh, the, I didn't like the face of it. Bummer. So they should have V. Neil did him. Yeah, I get <laughs> <laughs> Or what wow, the fuck is that, that other guy's name? It's still on. What's that? The, the douchey guy. The gay oh, guy who puts, on. Who's the who, fucking steampunk guy. Who puts his makeup on in the mirror <laughs> yeah. for 30 minutes. What's his name? Uh, Glenn Hetrick. Glenn Hetrick, yeah, good pull. I don't know how I got that. Because <laughs> he, he's where he wears makeup. He's a steampunk. Do you understand dude. that he has to look at himself in the mirror and, and apply it? Yep. In the morning. No, actually, maybe he has a makeup artist. As douchey as that is. No, he's got too much of an ego to let another makeup artist do no, his makeup. He's the worst. What was that show called? Uh, fucking face off. Fucking it's still face on. off. I catch it every once in a while. So I like it. I like to see like people's creations. I, I like give artsy shit. It was good. It's just the same shit every year. Yeah, I agree. All right, Krampus, I'm giving a two out of ten. <laughs> wow, that's bad. Okay, right, so I watched Blood Feast today. Oh, I seen Blood Feast many many years ago. It was on Shutter. Um, you saw that I was gonna watch it, and you told me it was a total shit fest. I shouldn't have said that, but it didn't matter. No, it didn't because it was the total shit fest. <laughs> you, you know, you told me that people think that, you know, it's like a classic and I can see that, but it was fucking awful. Yeah, it's bad. Um, well, the guy who did that, Herschel Gordon Lewis, he's uh, the godfather of gore. Mm-hmm. For me, he's the godfather of boar. Of boar. <laughs> roar, roar, roar. Did you know that was coming? Yeah. Because, you know, um, Blood Feast was boring Color Me Blood Red was boring. Fuck, I didn't see The Wizard of Gore, The Gore Gore Girls. The Gore Gore Girls. That's on my to-watch list also. But um, what year did that movie even come out? Do you know? I'm going to guess, say, 67. It was definitely old, and you can tell. Um, I'm going to... Maybe even 64. Like... 64. It's definitely 60s. Uh, It's definitely boring. It's definitely bad. Uh, it was 1963, and you can tell. Yeah. Um, you know, like the first scene, he fucking stabs her in the eyeball, and <laughs> when they pull away, it's just like a flap of red over her eye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, and like it's this guy. He's trying to bring back some fucking Egyptian princess by feeding her the feast of the gods or whatever, and he takes body parts from every girl that he kills, and they all, all the girls are young, pretty girls, and. Whatever. So he kills the girl, takes one body part. And there was this one scene. Is a guy on the beach with his girlfriend. And the girl's like, 
they're making out laying on the cat on the beach blanket whatever and she's like I, I just feel so uncomfortable with all these murders going on i don't i don't even know and uh he's like come on baby it's okay we'll go when it's dark show me that you love me so they start making out again and then ah! you know of course he comes knocks the guy over the head doesn't kill him kills the girl takes her brains and now the brains just look like a big pile of pink and red mush. Like it was <laughs> so bad. And then the guy comes too when the cops were there and he's just like. <laughs> and as was horrible as it sounds in your ears right now is how as horrible as it sounded in my ears when I watched it. It was bad. It was awful. And it was prolonged. And I was, just, I was cracking up. I don't know if you heard me. You were actually in the shower at this point. I was literally hysterical. Yeah so so bad well here's the thing it's like a movie like that like oh 63 it was old you gotta give it credit but no 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 you gotta kind of give it a pass but at no. the same time no you don't you would think you do but then you <laughs> got ba- but then you got right around the corner is bay of blood ah pfft. and that blows everything out you know what i'm saying water. right so and uh this guy he was uh the killer he's a totally black haired man and like they literally painted his hair gray and you can see it like it's like glass and his eyebrows it was awful it looked like they they um they slapped two uh chalkboard erasers on his head yeah (laughs) (laughs) perfect and they were like action (laughs) (laughs) after they slicked it down with some gel it was bad and then you know at the end he gets away but then gets squished in a garbage truck so and like the guy, he runs away so awkwardly. It just it's like the weirdest thing. So he's trying to bring back this Egyptian princess by feeding her human stuff, know, human flesh parts, Israth or something. I don't even know. But I'm going to give Blood Feast a whopping two. Two, two out of ten. Fuck the classics. I don't think it's a classic whatsoever. It goes in that like I drink your blood thing. Yeah, no. Like people hold me. that in high regards, and we didn't like it. All right, so let's talk about a movie I watched called Spring. Okay. Uh, this is on, uh, I think it's on Netflix. This was a little, this is something a little different. Uh, it was one of those movies that was like shot really well. Mm-hmm. Very scenic and uh, uh, slow camera movements with like slow music. And, um, it's it was pretty. Yeah, it was a good-looking flick. This guy gets in trouble in America, goes off to Italy, meets a girl. Girl's got some kind of problems. She's like a monster, some kind of mythical monster. Mm-hmm. And they fall in love. He finds out she's a monster, still sticks with her. It's a fucking... It's not even a horror movie. It's like a fairy tale. Okay. I was going to say, I caught some of it, and I was interested. I have to finish it. Uh Oh, so I won't tell you what happened at the end. No, I mean, you could talk about it. That's fine. I'll, I still want to watch it anyway. You know, it's not really much to talk about. It's not very good, but it's not it's not a horror movie. It's like, um, do you remember uh, Let the Right One In, the vampire flick mm-hmm. from Love Switzerland or whatever? Yeah. That wasn't a horror movie. It was like a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. This is like a fairy tale movie. Okay. Um, I like the way it looked. It was original. The creature was original, I think. <laughs> so it gets points for the, the creature being original. Uh, the acting was good. Um, I give it like a five. Really? That's it? Well, because I give it points for being different. Okay. Uh, it would have been lower if not. I, it took me off guard. Like, I didn't expect to make it through the whole fucking thing. Uh-huh. Just out of a movie, out of the fucking blue to watch. Right. And I think girls would love it. Okay. I think it's more f- driven towards the female audience. 
Okay. So I give it I give it a five, which is a pretty decent score for a movie that I didn't even really like. Mm-hmm. But I like what it's trying to do. I like what it what it is trying to accomplish. Okay. Understand. Uh, I like. I feel like the guys who made this movie are gonna make a really good movie. One day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I That's give it cool. that. Give it a five for spring. Good. I went and saw Deadpool in the theaters, and I absolutely loved it. <clears throat> I am a fan of Ryan Reynolds to begin with, and I know that we said in watching the previews that the comedy might get old, but it didn't. It was good. It was funny. Um, there was a lot of. St- story to it which i liked like a lot of background and it wasn't just on the surface comical throughout it was you know it had a backstory there was a reason behind things and i liked it a lot it was funny he was fucking so good i love it um now was it just van wilder with a mask not at all not at all there was like a love story behind it you know and that's pretty much what it is it's a love story the whole time, like, you know, spoiler alert, he's trying to get his girlfriend back. Big shout out to Big Papa Podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, it's, I, you got to see it to appreciate it. It's good. It's really good. Like the, like the whole them falling in love is like the sweetest thing ever. And I just love it so much. How was Colossus? Was he good? I heard he was pretty good. He was good. He wasn't in it for much, but he was good. I would say maybe 10 minutes tops. He's very underused in the other movies. And probably this one too. Like, um, there's a scene in the beginning where, you know, he starts shit. Deadpool starts shit. You know, he's out for revenge. That's the point of the movie. Do you know that? No, I don't. I actually don't know anything about Wade Do you Wilson. Want me to explain it? I don't. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, he ends up, he has cancer. And somebody approaches him saying, well, we know how to fix you and you'll be a better human than ever after we fix you pretty much. So he goes through this fucking rigorous shit and the guy who's doing this to him, like the quote unquote doctor, doesn't like him. They don't like each other. So he puts him in this like a chamber where like it's he's deprived of oxygen. So it like makes his skin look like he's burned and stuff so he looks like shit now like he went from like the sexiest motherfucker ever to this horrible looking beast and so he left his girlfriend who he fell like madly in love with to go and get this procedure done and couldn't go back to her because he looked horrible so then he started wearing a mask and then he was out for revenge on this guy and you know it starts now he's out for revenge and this guy is the, like the only way he can get his face back to normal. So the whole movie, that's all he's trying to do is trying to look normal. We're trying to get to this guy so he can look normal again. And of course he doesn't look, <laughs> the guy yeah. doesn't, you know, it's like, it's never going to happen. I was lying to you, whatever. But the girlfriend finally sees him the way he is. She still loves him. She can deal with it, but let's go get some shots. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, yeah. and the girlfriend is fucking sexy as hell. I cannot remember her name, but she's hot as hell um it's 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 a really good movie like it's a love story but it also has like that superhero comedy mixed in with it i loved it it was great it was so so great so much so that i watched a shitty fucking bootleg bootleg of it <laughs> after the fact and i can't wait for it to come out i haven't heard anyone who disliked it it was it was great nobody it was seems so to good d- no one seems to dislike it. and i think that ryan reynolds is the perfect person to play him well, he—it's his. This is his movie. He's been yeah. fighting to get this thing made for so long. 
Uh, he, he like I think he co-wrote it with a couple guys, and uh, he's been pretty much telling the studio to make this fucking movie. It was perfect, and it has to be rated R. He told them because mm-hmm. the studio wants to make wanted to make it PG thirteen, right? I don't know anyone who disliked it. It was it was so great. I give it a fucking. I would give it a ten because I loved it so much and just want to watch it again every day of my life. Nice. Like there's a scene in the beginning. It's just like the funniest thing. Like he's waiting for the bad guys to come at the perfect moment so he can jump off the bridge and whatever. And he's sitting there doodling on a pad and he draws the guy and he's like, "Have you seen this guy?" And it's like this two year old drawing yeah, of this yeah. guy. It's just like the funniest thing. Uh, it definitely the comedy definitely does not get old. Yeah. I know that's a concern for you. His shtick. His shtick, right. But it, it's so good. It's really good. I like it. I definitely want you to watch it. You'll probably hate it, but <laughs> it's okay. I liked it. I totally Why do you think I'll hate it? Because I love it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think you're already going into it with a negative mind. Yeah. yeah. I got sick of him already with exactly. the previews. But that's exactly what it is. It's the previews, you know? Yeah. And, like, they played it up because Valentine's Day and whatever, whatever. But yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great. Good. And speaking of great, you watched The Hateful Eight. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that was horrible Dr. Seuss kind of shit right there. <laughs> no, they call that a segue. Yeah. That was a great was segue shitty, since shitty I thought segue. The Hateful Eight was great. Um, <laughs> this movie, I didn't... Uh, you know, it's weird with Tarantino. The last two movies, I didn't want to see Django. So I was like, oh, man, it's, it's Jamie Foxx. I always forget... That it's Tarantino in the end. I had zero desire to see Django. And it was great. Fucking so great. I remember you're like, you want to watch Django? I'm like, uh, I guess so. Yeah. And I was like, hanging on every word. So, so, it's Tarantino, period. Yeah. Period. So Hatefully comes out, and it's like, oh, three hours. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But again, it's Tarantino. And I keep forgetting. I got, and it's fucking great. It's three hours. It goes by so fucking fast. Mm-hmm. Great characters, great dialogue, a uh, couple surprises here and there. Mm-hmm. He's not going to say too much because I haven't seen it yet and want to see it. So just so you know. Yeah, great music. I don't know why it won an award. I didn't even. I only heard one song through the whole fucking movie. <laughs> but I think the guy does a lot of horror scores. Okay. Uh, but uh, I absolutely loved it. The only down, downside, down downside, downfall, whatever is. I don't think this one has the rewatchability of the other ones. Really? Like Inglorious Bastards, Pulp Fiction, I could Kill Bill. I could watch them a million times. Django, I could watch. I'm not sure this one's going to have that rewatchability. You see, I feel the same way about Django and Inglorious Bastards. As much as I love them, and like if they're on, I'll leave them on, but it's not like a Pulp Fiction to me, either one of them. I think Inglorious Bastards is his best movie. It's like That's like his it's masterpiece. It's a great movie. It's totally a great movie, but it's, it's, it's I don't know, it's kind of drawn out for me. Like, uh, it's not like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, like Pulp Fiction is. Yeah. You know? Pulp Fiction is just an easy watch. Right. But, I mean, those two movies are fucking fantastic. Absolutely. I think the Inglorious Bastards score is better than the Hateful Eight score, but... Okay. I love that fucking score. I might buy that record. Speaking of records. Oh, I'll We'll get, get to that later. Get let's, that, no, get let me give you uh, Hateful Eight. I, I, yeah, I really loved Hateful Eight. It was fucking great. Okay, so what's your score on Hateful it's Eight? It's 10. Just like all totally. his movies are 10s. I love fucking all Fucking Tarantino rules the world, period. Except for Jackie Brown. Um, I've never even watched it. I keep falling asleep on it. I cannot make it through that fucking movie. I've never watched it either. And Death Proof was all right. I loved Death Proof. I don't know why people hate on that movie. And I know Tarantino says it's his worst movie ever, but I absolutely love it. I love um, it. It's good. I don't. Why do people not like it though? 
I uh, I guess because it was part of a grindhouse horror thing, and it's not mm. very horror. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's horror, but it's still great. Yeah, As a it, movie. You know what? yeah it is good. You're right. It's good. I it's love not, it. It's not all right. It is good. We own it, actually. I watched, just watched it the other day. The fucking soundtrack is great. Tarantino movies always rule the world in soundtracks. I love them. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Just like the way Tarantino does dialogue between people is just the greatest thing. Like Jules and Vincent Vega in yeah. Pulp Fiction. Great. The girls in the car in that movie where they're talking about fucking scoring pot and, you know, hooking up with this guy. And it's just it's just his dialogue between characters is always on point. It's so great and entertaining. And I could just watch it over and over again. The second group of girls in Death Proof were like even tighter. Yes. Like they, they, it was even like a, a tighter group. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I just I don't know what it is. I just I, I love Tarantino. He's absolutely my all time favorite of all time ever. And I guarantee Death Proof you falls in that category. If we finish this right now, it's 12 o'clock. Midnight. Yeah. Uh huh. If we finish this podcast at twelve thirty, we're putting on death proof. <laughs> it, wait, if you start hateful eight, you'll finish it. No, I uh, can't. Oh my god, I want to start it now. Shit. But don't start it because you'll finish it and it'll be up till three o'clock in the morning. Kurt Russell's amazing and yeah. everything. <laughs> I love Kurt Russell. Jennifer Jason Lee's in it. Who's that? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Single white female. The dark haired girl or the light haired girl? The blonde, the main character. The one who gets pregnant has an yeah, abortion? Yeah. Really? Okay. I haven't seen her in anything yeah, besides she, that. What else is she in? She did a lot of shit in the 90s, the 80s and 90s. Uh, no Easy idea. money. Single. Jennifer what? Jennifer Jason Lee. Hmm. Gonna have to. Shit, now I want to start it. But what I'm saying, that's how like good and fast it moves. Okay. You'll fucking, if you started at fucking 12.30, you'll fucking finish the whole thing and be up all night. I'm gonna start it tonight, no. All right, so about the soundtracks and score, you kind of have a bit of an obsession going on. With vinyls? Or with Tarantino? Yeah. What? With Tarantino? (laughs) (laughs) I said we're talking about the score. Yeah. You have a bit of an obsession going on. With? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I got to spell it out for you. Totally going over my head. Vinyls? Yes, we had that on the list. Yes, but there's movies before that. I just said we were going to talk about it. Okay, vinyls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so for my birthday Mike bought me a record player something I've been wanting to buy for myself I put it on my Amazon wish list and went to go buy it so many times it was like eh better not well cause these fucking these, these companies are putting out these badass horror fucking score records with all this cool stuff in it and you need it you just fucking need it um so he bought me a record player with um, the John Carpenter, what is it? Horror sound? Lost Themes. Lost Themes and the Lucio Fulci. I forgot what that one's called. Thrillers and Horror, I think Something it is. fucking awesome. Uh, and it was by far the greatest birthday present ever. Wanted it so bad. And those two s- soundtracks are great. Yeah. Um, and then just after that, it's just like, start buying shit, buying shit, buying shit. I bought Trick or Treat. I bought a Star Wars. Wait, let me, let's go back a little bit. The Trick or Treat is by Death Waltz. Death Waltz. Death Waltz Records. And the way they do this shit is it's almost like the cover is like an artist's rendering of the movie. It's so, so good. It's not the actual poster from the movie. It's like a whole new thing. Uh-huh. And you open it up. And it's, a lot of them are double discs. Yes, which is the greatest ever. So right there, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Then the vinyl's an orange. Orange. Pumpkin orange. Totally cool. Then there's a fucking pull-out poster. So badass. It's fucking... It's so sick. It's brilliant. I need to frame this shit. I have, um from Death Waltz Records, I have 
Uh, City of the Living Dead. Which also has the fucking sickest insert ever. Gates of Hell, which is a blood red vinyl. It's heavy vinyl. And the fucking, the front of that is just amazing. The front is a beautiful, honest rendering. And there's a pullout poster of that. Mm-hmm. And you can see that on both Mike's and mine Instagram, Gungo Podcast and Cinematic Panic. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Vincent Vega. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I want to say a big shout out to uh, Beth from Santa Barbara who... um recommended a movie we're going to talk about later but she has the chud death waltz yes i saw seen that, that right? yes really cool it's like like it's addicting like vinyls now it's addicting because like i go on amazon and i search for shit and this one thing i search for leads to all these other things like i bought miss 45 that's great, another great so one fucking great that and one, talk the, about the f- ex- uh subscribe uh, uh description <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to that shit prescribe prescribe subscribe <laughs> Describe it's a little blue pill. <laughs> describe that one, please. Oh, it's great. Uh, that is a good soundtrack, and it's a great movie. And the it's a double. Is it a double? It's a. It's not a double. Don't remember. It, I can't remember either. But the insert that comes with it in itself is just awesome. It's her in the nun outfit. Which it's a painting. It's a painting, right? It's like an oil painting, and like all these inserts, I need to get frames for them all and hang them up on my wall because they are just that awesome. It annoys me that they're folded. I mean, how else are gonna get them in there? Right, but, but that also gives that kind of like vintage look of the folded. I know, because once I, you flatten that out, you can kind of still see the creases. Yeah. Like even like new artists, like people like who create. Sorry. Double. Uh, people who create like fan art now. Is this supposed to be unplugged? Yeah, I just okay. unplugged it. Thank you. Um, like they purposely like it's digital, but they put a crease in it, just so it looks like that. That's retarded. I I agree, but um, what else have we bought? I bought Miss Forty Five, Trick or Treat. You bought City of the Living Dead. I bought Star Wars. We got Return of the Jedi. We got Return Star Jedi, Wars. Star I bought Wars. Platoon. Platoon. Which is um a bunch of seventies tracks, but it has the opening song is the is the good one. Mm-hmm. Pulp um, Fiction. Pulp Fiction, which, which is great. Has dialogue from the movie. Yeah, which is, like right before the songs, it's like it'll like go like give a little clip of the movie before that song comes in, which is awesome. Uh, I bought Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is awesome. Nice. You know, I love that. Um, let's talk about the one, and we're gonna talk about the movie right after. Okay, but really quick, I've also bought uh, Awesome Mix Volume 1, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians oh, of the I Galaxy. I actually got that as a gift. So fucking great. Which is a great... It's the cassette. Yes, it's it's just like... that's, You know, the whole soundtrack to that yeah. movie just rules the world. So, period. Uh, and this vinyl... Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid. Fucking Turbo Kid. My all... Like, I got this as a gift also... And it is easily my favorite, favorite, favorite one because Turbo Kid has become one of my favorite, favorite movies because I just love it so much and I could watch it every day in my life and it's just period. Done. Uh, I don't know why. Like, we watched, I don't know. I, I saw so much stuff about this movie. And then finally, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to watch it. I think I rented it on Amazon. It was before it was on Netflix. I think I rented it on Amazon and a week later it was on Netflix. Uh, you watched it with me the first time? Some of it. Some of it. Uh, I just got sucked in like the it was like retro 80s but new but not and it was just I, I don't know I fucking loved it and the kid reminds me of Ryan Reynolds so much yeah what is it man His facial <coughs> mannerisms and the way he talks is just he's like a little Ryan Reynolds and then fucking Apple comes in and it's just like oh my god I love this movie even more her and her fucking gnome stick <laughs> it's just <laughs> and she ends up being a robot which i totally didn't see but i'm totally gonna be her for halloween because she's the cutest ever yeah um 
I watched this. I rented this movie and I watched it every day that I had a rental for it. I think that was three days I had a rental for it. Maybe I rented it on Friday. I watched it Saturday and Sunday also. Three times I watched it in a row because it was so good. Then it came on Netflix. Then it came on Netflix and I've watched it so many times since. And then I got the vinyl and I couldn't be more excited because the soundtrack to this fucking movie is so awesome. It's so great. Um, There's a song on it called No Tomorrow by some Spanish band. And it's my favorite song from the soundtrack because it's so good and I just love it. And this movie just rules my life. I love yeah, it so and much. I enjoyed it too because, uh, it, it, again, it was like a comedy, but it did it the right way. Yes. Like, there's like kind of like a way to do it. Like mm-hmm. it was, um, uh, uh, what is that, self-aware? It was like mm-hmm. self-aware. It knew what it, it was. Right. I mean, it was over-the-top violence, but it fit, like it, everything fit the theme of what the fuck they were trying to do right it was just everything was so good and it worked and it's so rare i think these days to come across a movie that actually works so well like that it's doing what it's supposed to do it's yeah. aware of itself and it's just it's so great you know when a movie starts out with this uh this is the future 1997 yeah you know what you're <laughs> in for yeah exactly ever since i seen that movie i've been wanting to go back and watch those really cheesy italian mid max ripoff movies like mm-hmm. uh, the new barbarians and fucking tech, uh, 2020 Texas gladiators and all right. these. Right. But now we can't. I could probably find them now. But we got that thing mm-hmm. that I don't want to mention. <laughs> <laughs> Top secret information. <laughs> what do you score, uh, Turbo Kid? Oh, totally a fucking ten. Yeah. I would give it an eleven. An eleven. I love Turbo Kid. Um, it's just like when he finds the Turbo Kid in the crash plane and he puts the suit on but keeps his own helmet. Yeah, because he's, he's not like, Turbo Man. Yeah, he's Turbo Kid. Apple's like, well, you made a good Turbo Kid. And she's just so fucking cute. She's like, oh, I'm good. I'm just losing hearts. Like, I can't. The movie is just so and great. It's, it's hearts from The Legend of Zelda. Yes, it's so, so good. I Those mean, are her real eyes, by the way. I know. I looked her up. So cool, right? Um, If you haven't seen Turbo Kid, you absolutely need to see it because it's great. The soundtrack is great. It's a, it's such a... Uh, Michael Ironside is the bad guy. Yeah, so good. From Scanners and several other horror movies. Um, Sci-fi shit. Yeah. Oh, this this movie has become a staple in my life. I love it that much. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of listeners know this movie, have seen it. Mm-hmm. But just to let you guys know, everyone in the future rides BMX. Oh, and it's the greatest fucking thing ever. And like, they, sh- they shoot the scenes like a car chase. What was it? Is <laughs> Yeah, it was Acid Rain, right? Acid Rain made the uh, the world pretty much come to an end. And the, there's like this giant wasteland and there's no cars or whatever. And everyone scavenges and you have to make your own weapons. And the BMX are like fucking car chasing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's so great. Seriously, if you haven't seen Turbo Kid, watch Turbo Kid. So good. Big thumbs up for Turbo Kid. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up for Turbo Kid. Definitely 10 out of 10. Nice. All right, let's go with an old one. Okay. The Visit. We watched it a long ago. Oh, we, we watched it. I haven't talked about it. Uh, new movie, but we watched it a long time ago. Yeah. M. Night uh, Shyamalan handheld found footage movie. I got to say that M. Night always disappoints me. Like The Village. I was so excited about The Village, and it was shit. Um,. This movie was, uh, I don't okay. It was okay, I guess. Yeah, it was, it was uh, okay. There was one part that like kind of creeped me out a little bit. Um, they were playing hide and seek under the house, and the grandma came, 
and she was like fucking possessed grandma yeah, and yeah. Cre- it creeped me out a little bit that was yeah. the, the one part of the movie where i was like okay creepy this movie uh had it was better than most of them uh-huh still wasn't good right it was it was eh. it was just yeah, basic it was just, but it was it says something when a movie's just eh and it's better than a lot of his other yeah shit. i agree I guess I give this one like a five, right down the middle. It's not really even worth talking about. Yeah, uh, I, don't know. I would, I would I mean, give it a five too, because you know it kept me entertained throughout. I wasn't bored with it. I wasn't like, wow, this movie sucks. The little kid rapper was so embarrassing. Oh, it was, it was, hurt. it hurt to watch that. Oh, I got the crazy <laughs> douche chills. <laughs> crazy douche chills. Um, I agree. I would, I would give it a five also. The visit. The visit. Five throughout. Did you guess the um, twist? What was the twist again? It was the... Uh, the oh, no, I actually didn't. They were the yeah, Psycho Ward people. I already knew, but I don't think I would have guessed no, it. No, I had no idea. I didn't know, which I'm glad I didn't know. But uh, once... Uh, like, the whole movie, no, I didn't. And then once it, they uh, had, like, said something about... Like, they volunteered at the Psych Ward, and then uh, they went to the basement and things. Like, they when the, once they started acting weird about it, I kind of... But... I didn't. I know. I didn't guess it. Yeah. Yeah. So the visit. So he disappoints again. Yeah. M night. <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> Slit your throat. You know what he also tries to do with his movies? I notice. Do you remember Signs? Mm-hmm. I actually really liked Signs, but when yeah. Phoenix. Uh, River. Joaquin jo- Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin River. Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix is oh, watching the Phoenix. Mexican news feed. With the fucking tinfoil on his head? And then in the closet. And the alien <laughs> runs across the street or whatever it does. And he's like, oh, shit. That moment. It's a great moment. Mm-hmm. Probably the best moment in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's like a real moment. Mm. I notice he keeps trying to recreate that. Yeah, he even I did agree. It. What was the tree movie? The Happening? He tried mm-hmm. to do it in The Happening. Yep. It didn't work. There was yeah. something in this movie. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. He keeps trying to recreate that feeling, which yeah, you, you, I can't, agree. you can't do it. Do you like Signs? Yeah, I like Signs. I like Signs. A lot of people hate on it, but I like it. Oh, it has some dumb things, but I mm-hmm. like it as a whole. I think Joaquin Phoenix makes that movie. Yeah, I like Mel Gibson, too. He's great. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And just the little things in that movie is good, like when Mel Gibson's talking to the Indian guy who is M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. And um, right before he takes off, he's like, don't go in the closet. I trapped one in there. And he takes off. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. There's right. one right there. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so M. Night just needs to give it up. You but know what, though? He did direct. Uh, no, no. He did produce and I think write Devil. Remember the Elevator really? movie? Really? I liked that movie. I liked that movie, too. That was too. pretty good. Too bad that guy who acts in it turned out to be total shit in Prometheus. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's still cute, though, so it's okay. <laughs> Typical girl comment. We watched The Night Before with Seth Rogen. Oh, comedy. Yeah, Christmas comedy. It was so fucking funny. I remember when this movie came out last year, last Christmas. It kind of came and went, um, but it's a rated off Seth Rogen comedy, so I had to check it out because no matter what character he's playing, he's he's, he's always the same guy, and it's always funny. You put it on, and I'm like, what are you watching? You're like the night before. I'm like, eh, whatever. So now I'm sitting on the couch messing on my phone. And I just, I got sucked into it because it's a yeah. fucking Seth Rogen comedy. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it. What's the... Uh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, from uh, Captain America movies. Uh, but it's, it's a period. It's a Seth Rogen movie. You don't need to know anything else. He's genius. And fucking James Franco makes a cameo. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, you know who else is in it? Zod. Fucking Zod. General Zod from Superman. He played uh, Mr. Green. 
Oh the yes, yes, yes. I can't, absolutely. I, his, yeah. his real name is escaping me right now. <laughs> it's eluding you. <laughs> um, but like Seth Rogen is just so funny in everything that he does, and it's just so. I was rolling and for the first like half hour of this. Movie. Seth Rogen's character, the whole movie, he's just taking drugs. Mm-hmm. Mushrooms, weed, he's drinking cocaine, some kind of pills. Everything under the sun. There's a great scene where he's a Jewish guy, of course, mm-hmm. and he goes into a church <laughs> during a mass. And he's fucking just we just didn't do that. We did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> he gets up funny. all fucking freaked out. Yeah, it's great. Definitely, definitely see this movie. It's so funny. Yeah, check out uh the night after. I'm giving it an eight out the of ten. The night before. The night before, eight out of ten. My favorite, my favorite, favorite scene where he's like uh bugging out on something. What was he bugging out on? Shrooms. Shrooms, right? Okay, so his wife gives him this little box of fucking mad drugs to go on his last Christmas with his friends, and uh, so he's on shrooms. No, he's freaking out on the shrooms. So he goes into the bathroom and he's like, "Let's go, Kane. Okay, okay, okay." Okay, make me feel different. <laughs> it's just the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. It's yeah. just like so great. Mm-hmm. You could see that clip on my Instagram. Yeah, and he he uh and he calls his unborn baby a cunt. <laughs> he makes a whole video. This baby's a mistake. I just know it. Fuck, this baby's a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, watch this movie. It's so funny. I definitely give it a ten out of ten just because I was rolling for half of it. Yeah, it's great. So funny. Little comedy on a, a little, little comedy on there too on the horror podcast. Yeah, you, know, you switch got, you it know, up a little bit, hatefully lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah, but we can go back to horror with Southbound. Oh, we watched Southbound. Um, this movie I was actually supposed to watch with. Um, I'm sorry, I cannot remember her name, but you probably know it. Uh, Hell's Revenge. Elle from Colorado. What's Elle up, Elle? Big Colorado. shout out to Hell's yeah. Revenge. Thanks for the glass. I don't got it yet. My brother has it, but I really appreciate that. Thank you. I've seen it also. It's super cool. Very cool. Um, I was supposed to Skype in with her and some other people to watch this because she had been asking me to watch a movie with them via Skype, and I just work late sometimes. And this was one of those days where I got stuck at work, so I didn't get to do it. But we watched it together. Yeah, it was, um, I had no expectations. I, I heard it wasn't very good. I watched the trailer. It looked kind of cool, and then it didn't at the same time. So I was just like, eh, whatever. I didn't really know what it was about. I didn't you know, know anything about it. So we kind of went in f- kind of fresh. Yeah. Kind of fresh. Kind of. Um, but you know what? It turned out all right. Yeah, like it started out really cool. Like uh, I didn't like those things. You know what? I liked them from a distance, like you said, yeah. when we watched it. And then once they got up close, they were kind of gay. Yeah. Eh. But the beginning was cool, like when they were just like following them and like they noticed them and they were panicking because yeah. they saw them and then it was getting closer and closer. Um, it's an anthology movie. There's like four or five different stories that take place within the same town. Yeah, same and they world. all kind of like bleed into each other yeah. a little bit. Um, it was a pleasant surprise. Like I, yeah. it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. You know, I, I didn't expect anything from it, so I wasn't let down. Yeah. Um, it was okay. The first story and the last story wrap around. They connect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's the same story, but from right. different angles. Right. Second story was with the uh, girls who go end up with the Satan cult. Yep. That was a good one. I like that it one. It was a good one. Like and when they start puking up that black shit. Yeah. The two girls that ate the food. You yeah, know? I like yeah. that one. That was a good one. And I like that there was the one who was just calling shit out. Like, you guys are fucking crazy. They're lunatics. And she didn't want to go in the car to begin right. with. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool. Like, and she kind of called it out. Then the, the story after that was the one of the girls gets hit by a car. He takes it to the hospital. Which that was that was my favorite. I that think. was the best one. Uh huh. 
He, then uh, the one after. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna just go into that a little bit because it was so great. Yeah, I like that one. Um, this guy hits a girl with his car, ends up calling nine one one. The nine one one call gets diverted to somebody in the town, which they're he in, doesn't know. They're in the middle of nowhere, by nowhere. the way. Nowhere. Yeah. Um. So now this person's walking him through what to do with her. He brings her to a hospital. It turns out the hospital's abandoned, so they're walking him through what to do with her to save her life. And he, you know, they tell her to cut him open and squeeze along and. <laughs> blood everywhere mm. and it's just and like they start laughing once he kills her and it's just it's it's so great yeah this whole town this whole area they're in is just like hell it's like satan and devil witches and, and whatever six, six, yeah six 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 the story after that was a throwaway it kind of sucked uh the one where the guy went black looking for the girl he went looking for his sister right 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 and she kind of like voluntarily ran away from home and went into this hell thing right. whatever it is and you can kind of tell, like, once they're there, they don't age because he's like, it's been so long. You look yeah. so great. You don't look like, you know, whatever. So once, I guess, they give themselves over. Like a deal with the devil. They sold yeah, their soul. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was it was okay. Those things were cool from a distance, but not so much. Like the end when it came back around to that and yeah. like the giant ones were coming out of the ground. It was kind of like, eh. They were like death angels or something. Still, you know, it's a cool concept, but they look better from a distance. Yeah, they look better just looming. Yeah. Like they were, they, they, they were, they were like th- more threatening as impending danger. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But uh, I give it a six. I above would, average. I would give, I'm going to agree. Six for you. Six for you. Because, uh, you know, the the middle stories were the best ones. Absolutely. And the wraparound one was pretty good. Yeah. Just the those creatures killed it for yeah. me. Yeah. I would agree. <sighs> Sorry. You can catch going. this on Amazon, I think. Was on Amazon? Or was it Netflix? I rented that. Oh, Amazon. Yeah. Then, okay. Oh, maybe it was iTunes. No, we uh, we saw it on iTunes, then I went to Amazon because I thought it was cheaper, but it ended up being six ninety nine for both places. So regardless think, of where you get it. Yeah, I think all the on-demands are like six ninety nine. Yeah. Some are four ninety nine. Uh, uh, did we rent Good Night Mommy also? I think we rented no, Good Night. No, Good Night Mommy's on Amazon Prime. Oh, sweet! So if you this one we watched together Prime, as well. Mm-hmm. You can get it for free. This is a movie I heard about from Stan from our Big Papa podcast. Uh, big shout out to Stan and Shane, and we've wanted to watch this for a while. I was gonna say I remember we watched the preview for it. Yeah. Excuse me. And <coughs> we've been, super long ago. We've been wanting to watch it for a while. We just kind of never got around to renting it, and then boom! Before you know it, it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So we've turned this on, checked it out. I think it's from Switzerland or Sweden. Yeah, what? we actually watched this the same day we watched Southbound. It was like movie day, movie Sunday. Oh, yeah, we had a nice little movie Sunday. Uh, I think it's Sweden. So uh, these twins live with their famous mother who goes out for a plastic surgery operation, comes back with a mask on, mm-hmm. and um, they decide that their mo- that's not their mother. So right. they, they start testing her and doing these things and acting up and... Um, She's not having it, and I don't know. It's a pretty fairly new movie. I don't know if everyone's seen it or not, but... Spoiler alert ahead. You want to just talk about it? I called it from the beginning, <laughs> period. Yeah. <laughs> um, you kind of know something's up with the two boys, the way the mother treats them. Like, the beginning, you... You kind of sense it like when they're running through the forest by themselves and the one's always like, Lucas, Lucas. Like he's always calling the other one. Like he's not really there. The other one disappears. Right. In the lake. You know, the lake. You, I've been thinking about that a lot. And if you go back and watch it, knowing that, that he's we, not really there. It's sad. It is. It's so sad. He's in the lake by himself saying, Floating Lucas. Uh huh. Like he thinks he's under the water. Like he's not coming up. And then in the cave, 
running through the woods. He's by himself. Oh, God. Yeah. Playing ball, jumping on the trampoline. Like, it's just... All right. So, there's these two little boys. You think they're super close and whatever. The mother comes home from her surgery. She only cooks one of them dinner. The one addresses it, and she's like, well, you know why. And he turns to the, uh, the, the Lucas, and he's like, well, you should just apologize. Like... So from the beginning, it makes me think like he did something wrong. That's why he's not. And then you question, well, is he really there? But then you see the pictures on a wall. So yes, he really is a twin. Bunk so beds. you know something, right? There's bunk beds. You know something's up. And uh, like it hints here and there that there was an accident, whatever. So you know that one of them is not really there. So they after the mother comes home from the surgery, she's not the same. And she goes into the woods and has some weird fucking schizophrenic head twisting shit. That was a dream. It was a dream. Yeah. I don't. How was that a dream? The kid was dreaming. The about kid it. was dreaming. Okay. All right. Um. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Now. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So yeah. Okay. Uh, the mother doesn't look like the mother anymore. She had some kind of facial surgery. To and also coincide with the same time of her, uh, stopping the acknowledgement of Lucas. Right. Like she stopped playing along with the fact that the one surviving twin thinks that he's still there yeah um so he turns against his mother thinking it's not really his mother and the fact that she's disregarding the other twin lucas makes it even worse yeah like a mother because he, he believes that he's there right so a mother would never do right. that mm-hmm it's really such a sad thing to think about it. it's really awful the f- when i'm the first watch it's more about you know, what are this, these kids going to do to the mom? I want to see horror stuff. Right. But when you just think back on it. It's like, ooh, it's mm-hmm. really sad. It's so sad. Um, so they end up deciding that they're going to torture the mom until she tells them where their real mom is. And it goes pretty far. I didn't think it was going to go as far as it did. No, but like all along, you get these hints that the, that the kid's not real. Like she's he's vacuuming, the phone rings, he stops, looks at the mom, and then she's on the phone, and she's like, I'm not playing along with it anymore to whoever she's on the phone with. And like there are little hints here and there. Like you just know. The, well, I think the filmmakers, they didn't hide it. Like They, they didn't, didn't, but they didn't make it blatantly obvious either. Right, but it wasn't a twist. Right. Like, it wasn't like an M. Night fucking he's dead the whole time thing. Right, right. Which I, I thought was a great thing to do. That They didn't hide it, but they didn't tell you either. Right, you because just let it's, it's in your face, but you still question it the whole time. They just kind of let you... F- they, they didn't treat us like idiots. Right. Absolutely. So, once they start torturing her, it's a, it's it's brutal. And you, I like you said, I didn't expect it to go that far whatsoever. And, you know, you have the one who's actually doing it. But then he's talking to the other one thinking he's there from what to do. And it's just, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And when, uh, the one is like when the, the, the kid that's alive, Elias, you know, whenever, Elias. He, Elias. whenever he gets a feeling of like weakness and wants to help her, he turns to Lucas. Here comes Lucas whispering in right. his ear. Yeah. You got to stop. You got to do it. We talked about this and like they, they really go really far. Yeah, they glue her eyelids shut. They glue her mouth oh, shut. And that was that was brutal. Like it, it hurt to watch. Yeah, it was believable. They did something. They cut her somewhere. What did they do? There was. B- she ripped her mouth open. Okay, they didn't like they did something to her, and she screamed. So it ripped her mouth open, so she bled. 
and they tied her to the bed. She pissed the pants. She was there so long. Right. And then they made her like change the bed sheets and change her clothing. Yeah. Uh, and then the she end. She tried to escape. They set up a trap. She tripped over it, banged the mm-hmm. fucking face. In the oh, floor. face plants so hard. And even like uh, fucking Red Cross people come to collect money and they she's up there tied up trying her hardest to get out of it and screaming. And yeah. They cover it up so perfectly. Well, he covers he it did, up yeah. so perfectly. It's crazy. And, you know, then the end, the end was brutal. They glue her to the floor and they burn her. Well, yeah. he burns her. I keep saying they because there's two of them the whole time. It was just him, yeah. It was just him. And he gets away. Now, did he get away or did he burn up in the house? I think he gets away. I think he, I, I was thinking about it and... uh he gets away and now he imagines his mother's there now because mm. they all met up in the they end. They all did meet up in the end. That's true too. Oh, that's a good point. So maybe he, he, he they all burnt up together. Because she was there with the one and then he he found them. That's that's a true 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 point. So I don't know if if he's like he got away. He's in the in the wo- in in the field. Now he's imagining that the mother's there now too, and she didn't really oh, die. Oh, either way, either right? way it could go. Yeah. Now he's with them, both of them. Mm-hmm. Or he's dead, and they're just that's all like, together. Right. That's the afterlife. I don't know. I don't know either. Either way uh, is good. I I honestly would like to think of it as the he survived, and now he's imagining his dead mother too. Yeah. Because that's how it was the whole movie imagining the dead brother. Yeah. So that's how I would like it. And now he's got his family back. Right. His her real mother's back. The real mother, right. The, w- the way she looked before her surgery. And she's holding hands with both of them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So she's so... Uh, yeah, I really like this movie. It's a good movie. Um, I think it has a rewatchability, actually, for the... Uh, just just the fact... It was so weird and eerie. It made me feel so uncomfortable so many times. Yeah. And, like, it, it's just great. Not many movies do that. Yeah. It's, it's good for at least one more rewatch mm-hmm. just to see... The sadness of the kid. Right now, watching it, yeah, knowing that he's not really there. I give it a strong eight. I'm gonna give it a nine. Eight out of ten. I'm gonna give it a nine. It's a good score for Good Night, Mommy. Yeah, I liked Good Night, Mommy. Two thumbs up. Nice. <sighs> are we to our? Uh, are we, I don't even are, wanna. Are we talking about our final movie? Fuck this movie. I and need a shot before we fucking talk about this movie. Okay, right, yeah, go <laughs> take a shot. I'm gonna do some <laughs> shout outs. Shout outs. <laughs> Shotty. I gotta say what's up to uh, Tension Deficit Order. I want to say what's up to Green Up Podcast. These are all shows you be lis- you should be listening to. Gotta say what's up to everyone over at the Rad House Productions, Radhouse. dot net. R a t t h a u s. Radhouse. Gotta say what's up to. Bo- <laughs> I gotta say what's up to Bold and Belligerent. Crew, that the, that crew over there in Vegas. I will say what's up to uh, Fearcast in Canada, Rebel Songs Podcast in Canada. Everyone has a podcast in Canada, our Northern <laughs> Brethren. Great White North Brethren. I uh, gotta say what's up to um, to uh, 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 the fucking Necromaniacs Podcast, Pod of the Damned Podcast in the Woods. Satan, uh, Say You Love Satan podcast, Boys and Ghouls, all the horror family out there. Make sure you go follow at Cinematic Panic on Instagram. Follow me at Gungo Podcast on everything. Uh, go to my YouTube uh, page to see uh, uh, 
Gungo podcast on YouTube to see a video of a pre-depart Neo Cardcore doing their thing. Um, and you know, everyone else, I f- anyone else I forgot, I always forget somebody. Clint, Vengeful Jedi. Now, with the movie we watched for this show, we, 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 I mean, this is a movie that was recommend to, recommended to us in episode two of season two of the Frycast. Uh, never got around to watching it. Finally got around to watching it. Pretty much because it was free. We didn't rent mm. it. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell them what it is? Oh my god, it's American Guinea Pig. Bouquet of Guts and Gore. <laughs> Bouquet of Guts and Gore. American Guinea Pig, which is American version of the Japanese guinea pig flicks. Kill yourself before watching this movie ever. Just prerequisite. Alright, now the word on the street was it was uh it's like a it's supposed to look like a snuff film and it, what it is is there's no plot. It's just torture for an hour. And then some. It was like an hour and a half. Yeah, for an hour and a half, um, which I'm down with. I would, I would like to see Sounded that. Sounded cool, you know. Totally. Um, two big problems. Effects yeah. were bad, and the acting, acting was, was total bad. Total shit. I don't mind the the shitty look of it because it was supposed to look that way. Snuff film, whatever. You get used to that. But here's the whole. Here's the crux of these kind of movies. It has to look real. And it didn't. It looked bad. I would rather tear my own flesh from my fucking muscle than watch this movie again. This is how bad this movie is. I checked out halfway through. They're sitting there ripping flesh off this woman's skin. And she's like, I'm going to make a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I totally made a fucking sandwich. Like nothing. Like nothing. If (laughs) if the movie's called The Bouquet of Guts and Gore, you shouldn't be able to eat a sandwich while someone's getting their flesh ripped off. Totally agree. You know what? I, I expected it. I said to before I even put it on, I said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this because the way it was presented presented, and the way it was explained and, you know, people recommended it. I expected a lot from this. And it was like they were pulling fucking wads of bubble gum out of her stomach as intestines. Yeah. You know, mixed with fucking some cornstarch. And the, f- the, the very first scene is hilarious because... <laughs> These two girls are in a car, <laughs> and the guy in the back seat, who's the villain, uh, apparently ignites a gas canister or something. That is poisonous. Poisonous. Smoke, and they don't get out of the car. <laughs> no, they just sit there and they're like, ah, ah, "What's this?" <laughs> they don't even get out no. of the car. And him and his fucking gimp mask come out. I know he's in a he's in, <laughs> a, 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 and the fucking car's fogging up. The wind, their windows they're in are a open. really cool car though. Gotta say, car was badass. Totally, best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. This car, <laughs> without a doubt. So they 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 the smoke knocks out these two women. They take them back to their garage. The whatever they're at, and they just torture them. They cut their limbs off. They dismember them. Rip their flesh off. And you know what really gets me is that. Uh, there's these two filmers that it was actually, I guess, three filmers. There's a person filming everybody, and then there's this one who has a camera and another one who has a camera, and then the one who's torturing. And one of the guys who has a camera says to the one who's torturing, make them know why you're doing this. They never told us why they were doing it. And he, there was another part where the guy said, we have your children. Just keep filming. We have your children. And I guess that's the end. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I don't want to think about that because I was ready to fucking walk away from that. But we'll I, get to that. I didn't even realize that that was his kids. That's what I'm assuming. It had to. There was it always, had yeah, to be there because no why would reason. they have said it? Right. Yeah. And the, but right before that, they talked about the one who was going to fuck everything up. 
the uh, when he went in there with the guy with the funny bunny mask on, and he said, "I don't, I don't know about this guy." He's like, "He's gonna fuck everything." Oh, up. the big bold guy, right? So that's what I thought it was, and then all of a sudden they had the kids. But this movie was so fucking bad. I seriously like the one of the guys, one of the filmers. He's like, "Do it, do it slow." Make me hard. <laughs> and also, he's just cutting the girl's he's pants He's cutting off. the girl's pants. Why is that fucking making him hard? And then, like, after he's done with this one girl, he's like, you're doing good. I had to change my underwear. And he's such a bad actor. Fucking kill yourself. And he's not kill even, yourself. he's wearing a mask and he's acting bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, come on. You could totally just, like... Just talk <sighs> like a person. My God. Like, uh, halfway through them torturing the first girl, I was done. Yeah. I'm like... How much longer do we have? Let me pause yeah. it and see. You're like, no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. It was I didn't that know. bad. I didn't want to know how much was left. We watched an hour and 12 minutes at that point, and there was still 47 minutes left. So imagine just this long, drawn-out sequence of them torturing this one girl. And it doesn't look good. And it doesn't look good. And the whole fucking... The tourniquet thing really annoyed me. Why they have to put this giant nail in there to twist it around? Just turn the tourniquet really fucking tight and double knot it. Like, what? what's with the nail in there that's to like tighten the, it? It's so dumb. Pull way, it really tight. That's the way they do it. I don't know. Stupid. And the guy who tortured fucking finger-fucking things like a weirdo. Yeah. Like, what's the point of that? You're getting off by finger-fucking an eyeball that you just shoved a cigarette in? I don't know. He finger-fucked the eyeball. He finger-fucked the a heart, heart. The heart And then valve. took a bite out of it. Uh, it's just fucking... It didn't look good. If it looked real, I could understand it. Like, if it yeah. looked real, it totally probably would have made me throw up. If it looked real, you have the shock value of it. You have the, how did they do this shock value. Right. You have the little thing, maybe it's real, you know, that whole right. mystery behind like, like the cannibal Holocaust right, shit. Right, right. But the second they started sawing into her wrist, the first cut they made, it was just like, oh, God, it, it looked that's like, fucking horrible. It looked like plaster of Paris. Yeah. Or like and then paper it mache. Got, that's yeah. what it looked like. It got to a point where like, you saw the whole body and you can easily tell it was dummies or like one of those fucking CPR dummies. They're so stiff and like they just put a wig on it. Like It was it was that bad. It looked and like, I expected so much from this movie. It was yeah. such a disappointment. They took like, it was almost like they took a... Cr- a crushed his dummy and like just painted eyes on One, it. there was this girl who not the band see. got her wrist chopped off and then every other I can't believe you pulled that the band out. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Come on, you said crushed his dummies. I couldn't resist. <laughs> so I mean, this movie, <laughs> this movie really stinks. It was the pits. Maybe we should try the Japanese one. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. No. Absolutely not. I have zero desire to watch any more American Guinea Pig movies. Yeah, I mean, if uh, it's just, I don't care that there's no plot. Just right, make it look good. Right. Like if it looked good, it'd be really convincing, and like then maybe I would not have been able to eat a sandwich while you were tearing the flesh from this <laughs> woman's body, How about cutting up her rib cage for fucking twenty minutes. I picture this, guys. They ripped the, this girl's flesh off her chest. They expose her rib cage. This guy's going to work on a rib cage with a bolt cutter. Sounds pretty brutal, right? <laughs> it was awful. It's nice. It seriously looked like he was chopping into like a wad of bubble gum. Like everything looked like bubble gum to me. Like yeah. it was that pink gooey texture with fucking red corn syrup mixed in. It was bad. Yeah, and in the way they like, the way they pass time because it's all in real time, pretty much. They fucking red screen you. They go, uh, matter my rolls out. Reels, I'm out. I'm out. Gotta of, change. Gotta change film. And it's just red for like five seconds. Yeah. Ten seconds. It's dumb. 
dumbest fucking movie ever. It was. It's getting a zero, really. Oh, like if there was something below, it's like a fucking negative five for me. And we have a big scale. We have one through ten. That's I'm a the big type scale. of person who, no matter how shitty a movie is, I will finish it always, regardless. Like Blood Feast today, I watched it. It wasn't that good. I didn't want to finish it, but I finished it. Wait, did we talk about Blood Feast? I did. Okay. And like I said, halfway through them fucking dissecting the first girl, I was done. Yeah. I didn't want to. I was looking at my phone. I'm like, I'm going to go make a sandwich. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Fuck this movie. I had zero desire to finish it. And they kind of blew it, too, because there was a couple angles which looked real. But then yeah. they'd switch camera. Yes. And the, the skin color changed. Absolutely. And it was a dummy. And it just... I agree with you completely. Like, I'm, it looked good from one angle and looked like total shit from another. I'm glad we watched it. Now we know. Now we know. That's it. But, you know, the end... They bring out these two kids, one tiny little baby girl, so fucking cute, crying her little eyes out, and then a young boy. Eight or nine. Yeah, I was going to say probably like one of our kids' ages. Tells him to lay on his bed, and he grabs uh, a knife. I'm like, I can't watch. Like, Regardless of how shitty it looks, I can't watch that. I can't. I turned away. But thankfully, they didn't show it. Yeah. It was over. So I'm assuming that that was the kids. Oh, yeah, that was that the, guy. the guy's uh, kids. I definitely would not recommend this movie to fucking anybody. Even my worst enemy, I wouldn't tell you to watch this. Yeah, there's nothing to... Uh, I, 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 but, you know, people like it. I don't know. I, 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 they do, and I, I just... I'm very open-minded when it comes to old movies or shitty movies. Like, I give them the opportunity. What's the point of putting them on acid? LSD. There's no point I in mean, that. I don't know. I I mean, you you give them something that they can't move regardless of what they do. So why put them on acid? Why have them tripping out? I don't know. Maybe it makes it worse. I don't know. How about when you saw in that girl's, um, that girl's, she's trying to cut the girl's jaw off and it's, it's like a, such a bad dummy. So bad. Like first he cuts her eye and that's when it gets bad. And then he, like a, a full shots to this dummy and it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. And then, like, later on her tongue, just like, bleh, bleh, bleh. Yeah. and then he's trying to play with it and finger it and so fucking dumb. So I that's, wasted an hour and a half of my life on this movie. That's how I feel. So that's how we're capping off the little bonus. Super Wait, I want to talk about The Walking Dead. It's like a bonus super show. Okay, talk about The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. The second this, this season, the second half of the season is great. The first half was great, but the second half... This is by far the best oh. Walking Dead we've seen since season one. So this season in a whole is pretty good. I love it. It's a, it's <laughs> so good. I wish you were watching it with me because it's it's so, so, so intense and so good. And it's great. It's like a whole other level. It's so dark. Yeah. Like you got to do what you got to do, you know? Um, I don't want to get too much into it because I know you want to watch it. But it's it's so good. It's, it's brutal. Like it's it's murdering people. In the book, uh, I'm kind of up to the... I stopped reading the book a while ago, not because it sucked, because I just have, don't have time to read. But the last one of the last things I read, Carl got like his face shot off or something. That happened. That happened? That happened. First episode of the second half. Now in the book, great. In the book, it looked like he was dead. Uh, That's like, how it looked. In the, I mean, no, no, no. It didn't actually look like he was dead. Not at all. Like a bullet went through his head. It was just his... Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, go ahead. It was just his eye. Like it went through his eye, and the doctor is that good that she saved him. Like, cause like it, it, they shoot his eye and then it's like, he's like, dad, 
dad and then like you see him in a hospital bed so he loses his eye and he has an eye patch he's badass carl you know <laughs> <laughs> um but that first episode back was intense you know it's like they're they cover themselves in walker goo and guts or whatever the bouquet of guts and goo <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna stop saying it for days even though i hated it um they cover that like in in the beginning when they cover themselves in the walker guts and yeah. stuff to get by that's what they were doing but it, the fucking one of the that girl that rick liked what's her name i don't remember her name the blonde girl. the blonde girl one of her kids started being a fucking asshole and blew it for them mom he was a dick. Mom. Yeah. yeah so he fucking blew it for them and carl ended up getting shot in the eye but he got saved so he's now eye patch carl um but it, she died the blonde-haired girl. Is that the person who died in the first, first episode? episode. Yeah. Right, that's not a big deal. No. But uh, it just gets so much more intense. You know the wolves? Hey, don't tell me anymore because yeah. I want to watch it. I was going to say, you need to watch it. Yeah. You need to watch it. It's it's so dark. It's a whole new level. But I have to say that I think the second episode was kind of comical for me. Uh, it was Daryl and Rick. They went like out on a run for like food. And it was just so hokey. Oh, really? It was. I'm like, what? Like, Daryl never talks more than, like, one word, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. This He was, like, a fucking comedian in this episode. <laughs> what was is that like, about? I bet you, you know, check the writing credits. It's fucking... It was probably somebody else, yeah. It's, no, I was going to say fucking Daryl Revis. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't use it. <laughs> but uh, I was just like, what? Fucking really? You have more than one word lines? Yeah, he, uh, I bet you he wrote, co-wrote that episode but even still like it was it was still good and it just gets darker and darker as the season progresses i think there's two or three episodes left and it's just like i can't wait to see what's coming next nice then we got game of thrones right around the corner oh my god i can't wait problem with that is he's not catching up like no he needs to fucking write his novels before he croaks yeah he's gonna have a heart attack that motherfucker fucking r george rr martin and i guess that's about it that's about it. How long did we do? Hour and a half. Oh, wow. Good. Hour 20. But I'll put a song at the end. I uh, You should put No Tomorrow from Turbo Kid. I will. I'll find dun, it. Dun, dun, dun. I have it. I can send it to you. Um, totally excited to do another Frightcast. I love this movie shit. You I want to thank everyone who supports the Frightcast and listens to the Frightcast. Oh. I know a lot of people only listen um, during the Frightcast months, and I'm cool with that, man. I love it, man. I, I really told you it was because of me. Uh, yeah, I'm a right. superstar. I guess you're right. Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie. I totally just stuck my hands on my armpits and said superstar. But I wanted to give a big shout out to BC1973 on Instagram. Bill. Bill. Um, he always, he hooks me up with the, f- the coolest shit. Like he, he sells records, I guess. Um, and he hooked me up with the Friday the 13th one, which is another one that I got, which is That's totally a great fucking one. awesome. And um, Class of Nukem High. That's so one. great. That's another one. Of those. So cheesy. So good. That's another one of the vinyls we have. Um, That's another one with the great art. Yes, great art, and the it's a it's a green disc with like blood splatters on it or something. Yeah. Really cool. He always you know he tells me if he has good stuff and and if I have the money I buy it. <laughs> um, so a big shout out to him. Thank you for all the the cool stuff and uh, I have dubbed Wednesdays official. Edwidge Fennec Women Crush every day always. So every Wednesday is Women Crush Edwidge. She's outstanding. And he participates. So that's totally badass. Super duper cool. 
you can check that out at Cinematic Panic. Nice. So big shout out to Bill. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And um, I'll be back soon. I don't know. <laughs> Later. Later.